FM. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday right here at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You're going to learn how you... You and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, from Think Progress, an article by Bryce Covert. This was right before Thanksgiving break. And you may have read about it as well. I'm sure a lot of the wire services picked it up. But Germany looks like it's going to require companies to make boards 30% female. This is pretty remarkable. Companies listed on the German stock exchange will need to make sure at least 30% of their members of their supervisory boards are women. The deadline for this is 2016. Right now, it's proposed. It's a proposal. It's not finalized. Uh, German companies have two boards, a management board that works with the CEO to run day-to-day operations and a supervisory board that's similar to the, bo- the boards in the United States. So right now, that quota would apply only to supervisory boards. Now, this proposed legislation came out of negotiations between the Chancellor's Conservative Party and Social Democrats. Um, pretty, pretty interesting. 22% of members of supervisory boards are already women. 12% of executive board positions in Germany are held by women. So already pretty ag- aggressive. Now, other countries have instituted quotas. I remember when Norway first did this a number of years ago, and um, they require 40%, 40% of board makeup be women. Belgium, France, Italy, Netherlands, and Spain have all passed similar laws. Um, the UK hasn't set a quota yet, but it did make a recommendation of a 25% female target by 2015. Now, we know that the U.S. doesn't do any quotas at all. And, in fact, women hold just 16.6% of board seats on Fortune 500 companies, and there hasn't been any progress in seven years. Not at all. And if you listen to this show, you know I talk about this a lot. The issue is there's lots of evidence out there that increasing gender diversity on boards is not only the right thing to do, but it's also very, very smart. There's been studies that have shown that the stock price of companies that have had women on their boards, and that's more than one woman, that's at least three women, outperform those who did not. And another found that companies with gender diverse boards outperform male-only ones by 26% over six years. Money talks. People need to listen. Here in the U.S., good for Germany. I hope it gets through. Our first profile today are Gucci girls. These are single women in their late 20s, early 30s with that higher income, very fashion forward. There's nearly 2 million of these women out there in the U.S. today, median age of 29, college grads, single, employed full-time, no kids. Average household income is 91K. They do keep up with fashion. Fashion magazines uh, really influence what they end up purchasing. They buy new fashions every season. Uh, They seek novelty and change. They switch up their brands for that very reason. 
they're very trend-forward. They're first among their friends to try new styles, and they will be the first among their friends to shop new stores. They love to just go out and shop. They're the kind of shoppers retailers in this quarter love. They just like to get them out there and shop, even if they don't purchase anything. Uh, they're very driven by money and ambition. They want to get to the very top of their career. And, um, you know, they love to entertain. They, they love their friends. It's important to them that they have a close circle of friends, and they love to entertain in their home as well as go out. Uh, by the way, to get them into those new stores, coupons will do it, discounts will do it, um, and friends' recommendations will do it as well. So where are they shopping? Nordstrom's, Neiman Marcus are big ones. Um, they're driving um, Infinities and Mercedes-Benz, um, and their designers, of course, are Gucci and Kenneth Cole, Calvin Klein, and uh, Vera Wang. When it comes to media, you can intersect with our Gucci girl through a lot of magazines. I mentioned before that fashion magazines are very big hit with these women, as well as entertainment. So we've got uh, Cosmo, Glamour, Elle, Entertainment Weekly, Vogue, Self, and Shape are all big. And, of course, there's corresponding websites. And they're watching a lot of reality TV as well, as well as E, Lifetime, Bravo, TLC, HGTV. My guest today knows a lot about professional women. Jack Myers is the founder of the Women in Media uh, Mentoring Initiative. He founded it a number of years ago with the mission of connecting female professionals in media, marketing, and advertising at all levels of their career. Jack certainly knows about media. He's worked in the industry for more than 20 years across a spectrum of things, everything from sales to management of uh, major TV um, networks. He's worked in documentary films. Um, my gosh, he's, he's done it all. He's even written a book, uh, which you may have heard about, called Hooked Up, A New Generation, Surprising Take on Sex, Politics, and Saving the World. Uh, so very excited to have Jack on the program. We're going to hear about um, this organization and how it's connecting thousands of women across the country um, in a way that's going to do a lot for them, both professionally and personally. So stick around. Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. First Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. And a pitch. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded, attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen. We care. We serve our customers and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com slash radio to watch a free program. Product demo. That's infusionsoft.com slash radio. 
I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach, a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. Jellian Music, your CEO coach, will break down the art of business development from the ground up. CEO Coach, on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Strength is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to the show. Joining me today is Jack Myers, founder of the Women in Media Mentoring Initiative. He founded it back in uh, 2011, and Jack has worked all across the media world over the last 20 years, creating lots of networks that I'm sure are paying off these days, Jack, with your new organization. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Maria. It's uh, an honor and pleasure uh, to be here, and I, I appreciate your shining a light on the Women in Media Mentoring Initiative. Well, anything that has to do with mentoring women is very big with me, I can guarantee that, and especially women in media is very close to my heart. As I mentioned to you before the show, I spent 15 years in media, and I know what it's like to be a pioneer uh, in media. It can be a, a very lonely road. So I think it's wonderful what you're doing with WIMMI, which is the shorthand for Women in Media Mentoring Initiative. So talk a little bit, if you would, about why you founded the organization. Well, I actually didn't found it. Uh, it was more an organic and, and viral growth. I had, as you mentioned in my introduction, I was writing a book uh, about the first generation to grow up with the Internet, uh, who I co- uh, coined as the hooked up generation, and recognized uh, that 60% of, this gener- of the college students uh, in this generation were women, 65% of uh, graduate students, and that th- these women would be uh, coming into the media, advertising, marketing, entertainment business, and that not a great deal was being done to create a, a welcoming environment for them. So uh, in, in the course of my uh, travels and interviews and conversations within the industry, I had been meeting a number of younger uh, women who were part of this generation and were very early in their careers, and I thought it would be a good idea to bring them together with a number of um, my female colleagues who were more uh, experienced, had been in the industry, had achieved senior levels of responsibility. So I hosted a dinner for 14 women, seven uh, young and early in their careers, and seven more experienced. They had such a great time. The conversation was so dynamic. They loved meeting and getting to know each other. Uh, and uh, I offered that they wanted to do it again and get together and bring more of their friends and colleagues. So I offered to underwrite uh, a follow-up dinner, and that instead, because of the response was so uh, so amazing, we had 75 women a few weeks later uh, for a cocktail party, and that grew to what's now 5,000 women registered at WIMI.net uh, in chapters uh, across eight cities. Uh, so I can't take credit for having 
envisioned the organization. I, I can only take credit for having facilitated uh, the need that women had uh, across generations to really come together and support each other. Definitely a need. I mean, that's an amazing story. And there's a hunger out there, I think, for women to find other women and men who can um, understand what they're going through in the industry, give them some words of wisdom to help pave the way for their own careers. And you're very humble. I mean, it's all about making connections. And it seems like uh, that's exactly what you did. I mean, you, you said before, you've made a lot of these connections over the last two, get, two decades in media. I mentioned in your intro, you've, you've worked at TV networks, documentary mm-hmm. film, sales, management. I mean, um, clearly um, a man in media um, creating an organization for women in media. Uh, it's, it's an industry that's not known for always being kind to women. Do you find you're somewhat alone as a man on this mission to bolster women in media, or do you feel like there's more men like you out there? Wow, interesting question, and, and not an easy one to answer, because the reality as the organization was forming and coming together, we, we established some really clear principles up front uh, built around the idea of creating a welcoming environment for young women coming into the business, that it would be females only. Uh, we focused on dual mentoring, upward and downward mentoring, where everyone is a mentor, everyone is a mentee. Uh, we really emphasize the diversity uh, aspects because it, the, our industry has not been known to uh, be particularly strong in advancing uh, diversity, even though there are a lot of initiatives that have not been all that successful. Um, we wanted it to be free. We didn't want to have a membership or set up barriers, and we wanted to create both the social environment and career enhancement model uh, that supported women across all parts of their career and lives. So we had some very strong founding principles that women embraced instantly. So there, the response from women toward a man founding this, it never was really brought up as an issue. They, they were very responsive, very receptive from men uh, the initial response was more cynicism, sarcasm, uh, mm-hmm. questioning the motives. Um, as the organization gained ground, a number of men throughout the industry, uh, Bill Konigsberg at Horizon Media, Alan Cohn, who was at OMD at the time, as well as a number of women, Lori Hiltz at uh, Havas, uh, Monica Caro at uh, uh, at, at PhD and now OMD, number of women from ABC TV, from uh, organizations uh, across the spectrum, AOL, uh, just stepped up and got very excited. And men began to get more responsive and looked and realized there was a real uh, need in the community and that they needed to support the women in their organizations in more proactive ways. And and so the hurdles, the initial hurdles that uh, I faced and that the organization faced that were more cynical and, and uh, doubtful of the of the motives or the opportunities really were eliminated within the first year of the organization's life. 
Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on that. And then you were able to move ahead. I mean, it's really, I think, about educating people. And you have a lot of people on your side. You named a few of the people and companies involved in the organization, and the list is impressive. SD Lauder Companies, AOL Networks, the New York Yankees, NBC. Universal, Hertz, PBS, Fox News, Clear Channel, Goldman Sachs. I mean, it's a long, long and impressive list. How did you manage to create such a roster? Well, again, I I can't take credit. The women uh, created that roster. It spread really virally. Women would invite their friends, their colleagues. My my core business is a membership organization, and we have over uh, 200 media marketing and advertising and entertainment companies as members. Uh, and so the initial outreach was really just informing uh, my colleagues uh, about the opportunity, uh, but I really truly have to give credit to the uh, to a group of originally 14 women and then 30 women who formed uh, an organizing committee who just were nonstop reaching out, communicating, building social media programs and initiatives, building a website at wimmy.net, uh, Facebook page, LinkedIn page, uh, Twitter feed, uh, and really communicating out. Uh, but what really was the catalyst, the, the, the social events that we held, uh, bringing women together it was such an extraordinary dynamic uh, to watch, and, and the women were so uh, enthralled by the opportunity to come together across different sectors of the industry, but more importantly, across different levels. Usually, when we get together socially, it's with our peer group, and this mm-hmm. cut across all peer groups, and they loved it. They just loved meeting new people and, and meeting people of different levels of experience and interacting and engaging. And we also reached out to college uh, campuses, college uh, and universities in our uh, markets and invited their uh, communications and advertising media PR students, uh, seniors and graduate students to join us at the events. Uh, so again, following on the model of uh, creating a welcoming environment for young women, and that encouraged the more senior people, the HR people to get involved and support the organization. Uh, so it's really been quite an amazing process. And, and uh, the, the, over a, what's now a two-and-a-half-year period to have over 5,000 members is, is really a testament to uh, the need and the opportunity for women to come together. Well, and as you say, you're recruiting women across the spectrum, uh, you know, from junior and then to more senior, and then you've got the mentors who are senior. It sounds like really anyone's um, able to um, be involved. They just need to be in media, right, Jack? I mean, there's, that's basically it. Media, marketing, entertainment, advertising, uh, <coughs> talent uh, in the L.A. Uh, chapter, we have uh, actor, uh, actresses, and uh, we have newscasters in New York. We have production people, uh, but it's heavily focused on uh, the media side of the business, both the ad agency media groups and the media company mm-hmm. groups. You know, I, I talk a lot on this show about mentorship versus sponsorship, and mentorship between women, we know it's critical. You're seeing it in action uh, with women. Sponsorship between a powerful male and a professional woman seems to be also critical. Curious what your take is on the sponsorship um, partnership 
between mm-hmm. that male and female per- professional? And if you're seeing that come to life a bit within the organization? Well, uh, we, we look at the, the process uh, differently because we're so focused on the dual mentoring model where uh, everyone is both a mentor and a mentee. Uh, the process of sponsorship is uh, less of a focus, and the, the, the sponsorship of a, by a male of a uh, female colleague is something that is not a part of the organization since uh, it's females only. Uh, where we do get into sponsorship in a different context uh, and where men have been, both men and women have been very supportive, is in the sponsorship of the organization. The funding for the organization comes 100% from sponsorships, organizational sponsorships, uh, and support for the whole organization. And within that context, uh, several of the sponsors are, are particularly focused on assuring that they're the women in their organizations have uh, specific opportunities. Uh, they like to uh, organizations like to host events and bring women in to, you know, uh, learn about the company that's hosting it. Uh, but the tra- the context that you're referring to sponsorship uh, in is is not something that we're uh, proactively exploiting. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, I think that's fine. I think that's oftentimes an opportunity within companies. And we're going to talk about that opportunity when I come back. We're going to take a quick break and more from Jack Myers and Purse Strings Returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. 
Be smart. Go to certifiedknowledge.org now. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report, your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. From Capitol Hill to the White House, the Courthouse to the State House, the FTC to the State Attorney General, the Cyber Law and Business Report, on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Purse Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. I'm back with Jack Myers, founder of Women in Media Mentoring Initiative, or WIMI, as, as more commonly known. And WIMI was founded with the mission of connecting female professionals in media, marketing, and advertising at all levels of their careers. And we've been talking about how it works and the many fabulous women that have gotten involved in this organization, organization since it was launched in 2011. And you have grown, you said, to 5,000 women in with more than eight chapters across the country. Talk a little bit, if you would, Jack, about your growth plans. Um, you know, what type of successes are you seeing in the chapters you have today, and what are your plans to launch more chapters maybe next year? You know, the growth to the chapters has been one of the most interesting aspects of, of the WIMI uh, evolution. It, I would speak about WIMI and the importance of, of uh, the goals that WIMI set for itself at different events around the country, and women would come up and want to start a chapter, want to be a part of it. So again, it was very organic, and chapters immediately began sprouting up in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, Boston, uh, Dallas, uh, and we've had interest around the country from a number of cities, from Atlanta, uh, from Minneapolis, from Baltimore, Washington area. Uh, we have uh, from San Diego. And the, the challenge we have now is managing our growth and managing uh, how the chapters fulfill both local missions as well as national missions. So uh, Drew Isserlis has recently been named chairman of uh, Wimmy, and she, she's in the process of uh, establishing some clear organizational guidelines, uh, business models, uh, revenue generation models to support the organizations, uh, as well as guidelines for how chapters can, can grow. One of our uh, largest and most successful chapters is in Las Vegas, where uh, women uh, attended uh, last year's CES, Consumer Electronics Show, where Wimmy had a had a booth uh, at, at, a, at an event that I organized, and a number of the local women who were there uh, started a, a chapter and have grown it into a very important and vital chapter and just uh, sponsored, created and sponsored a Women in Technology uh, Awards program uh, that uh, became one of the largest uh, women's events and awards in, in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, there are uh, so many different opportunities to take the, the, the role that WIMI has of connecting women across all parts of the industry and, and at all levels of their career and not just providing career enhancement and development but also lifestyle development. So mm -hmm. uh, at our events, we've had experts uh, dress for success. We've had experts on... Uh, managing career and home when you've had a first child or 
coming back to to work after uh, after uh, raising your children. Uh, we're, so we're really focusing in on our educational programs, our support programs. Uh, our focus for 2014, uh, as opposed to building beyond size, although that will come organically, is really to create initiatives and programs. We've partnered with a company called Grit, uh, G-G-G-R-I-T uh, dot com, which is developing online initiatives for uh, career support and development, uh, and we're looking for uh, other partners who can uh, help WIMI provide services, counsel, support for our members. Well, that leads me right to my next question, Jack. You must be reading my mind. If I'm a company who's interested, how can I partner with your organization? How would you recommend that I get in touch with you to maybe begin a conversation? Well, the best way is email, uh, which is jm at jackmyers.com, M-Y-E-R-S, J-M, my initials, at jackmyers, M-Y-E-R-S, dot com, uh, or to go to uh, wimmy.net to learn more about the organization, W-I-M-M-I dot net, uh, and contacting uh, Drew Isserlis, through, uh, the chairman, through the, uh, through the website, uh, but there are so many different ways to partner to partner with us. The the great thing about where we are in our in, in the evolution of the organization right now is we're just setting uh, our, our growth was so quick and so unplanned and so um, unfocused uh, that it it became one of the strengths that we were able to build in response to the members as opposed to defining something in advance and then seeking members who who. Follow, who followed our, our principles, but uh, the, the beauty now is we do need organizational sponsors. We need hosts for our events. We need partners who can provide services and support. Uh, we'd like to help promote and, and uh, organizations and uh, tools and resources that are providing services for women. We became uh, a very early partner of Sheryl Sandberg's Lean In and uh, have been uh, proactive in helping women within uh, our organization form Lean In circles. Uh, so there's really an unlimited uh, number of opportunities. Most importantly, if you have uh, ideas that can help us generate sponsorships, generate revenues, uh, generate financial support to help our growth, uh, and help communicate what we're doing, uh, we're, we're extremely open to all of those. That's wonderful. And if I'm in media already, let's say I'm running an agency or I, you know, I'm at a network. You know, part of what you talked about was how more, especially men, once they became educated, realized I need to empower women within my organization. So let's say I'm in media marketing or advertising. How can I ensure that I'm empowering those women in my organization that may, in turn, be members of WIMI? The, the first and most important goal is to break down the silos and the hierarchies, not just among women, but across everyone in the organization. Young people coming out of colleges today are our most educated generation. Uh, they've grown up with the Internet and have a completely different perspective on uh, disruption and chaos and their ability to manage through it because they've been experiencing it their whole lives. 
they're much more, uh, they're much less engaged and involved with the understanding of the hierarchical traditions of males versus females because they've been growing up during a, an era, especially in college, where women have been dominant and where women are emerging as a dominant part of the culture. So, uh, both men and women who are more senior in their careers really need to have a great deal of respect and look toward this younger generation as our mentors, as well as the need to mentor them and help them understand the realities of organizational hierarchies and organizational charts and structures. Uh, so I, I believe the most important opportunity uh, is to simply recognize the realities of the way civilization, business, culture, society are evolving and to relate all of our organizations to those realities. And, and that requires a complete rethinking of all our traditional models, uh, perceptions, and perspectives. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate your thoughts. I know a lot of people out there struggle with how they can do more to support women in their organizations. And, and currently, of course, you've got WIMI that's growing gangbusters. So I'm thrilled that you're considering a Minneapolis chapter and, and hope to see you up here in the great north very soon, Jack. Thank you so much for being on today. And I want to drive everyone to WIMI.net. You mentioned it earlier w-i-m-m-i dot net. Jack, thank you so very much for all that you're doing for women in media. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. Thank you so much. And we'll hopefully have an opportunity to have you back on show uh, in not-so-distant future to talk about all those other chapters that are, that are emerging. And thanks to my producer, George, for another great show today. And join me right here for another edition of First Week next Tuesday at 3. And until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business -business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.